Bye. Short Bus Debate Club. It's a bus. Rolling. I can get on board. <laughs> Hello, I'm Darren Jolly. <laughs> it's time to get this short bus started. So let's roll. And on with the show. Hello, everyone. This is Brian Courtney with Short Bus Debate Club. And once again, we are running late. Um... I will totally take the blame on this because I've been watching porn. And do you realize that that's addictive? I've been masturbating and watching porn for the last four days. It's, uh, it's, that's how you're doing your research, right? You cannot effectively have a discussion about pornography unless you gather a lot of research about it. That is correct. And for those of you that don't know, that was Darren Jolly. Yes, that was Darren Jolly. So, in case you didn't get the picture from the intro, today we're talking about porn. Pornography, for those of you that want to be more specific. Um, we're going to talk about some Supreme Court rulings, you know, shit that has happened since, well, before I was ever born. Um, technology and how it impacts stuff. We're going to talk about it in the. Uh, literature areas, probably music, and definitely film, and again, technology. So I, I hope we have enough time to cover the gamut, because once again, we're talking about something that's pretty detailed. It's complicated shit, dude. Yeah. Um, so just real quick to give you kind of an idea why... I personally wanted to talk about it. I don't know why Darren agreed to it. Um, multiple times in my life, I have been accused of watching porn, even though, from my perspective, it wasn't porn. Um, we're talking about shows like The Deuce, The Wire, Warrior. Um, Rome? Rome. Pretty much anything where... There was fucking, and we're not talking about the type of fucking that you would get in an, a rated X type movie. We're just talking about fucking, which, as far as I'm concerned, that's just stuff that happens in life. Um, right, say that one more time. It's just stuff that happens in life. You mean that fucking happens in life. Correct. It is, I mean, girls are horny, guys are horny, and... Non-binary are horny. I would guess so, but I don't know. Um, We're going to universalize it, though. If you're a human being, and you have organs and drive, you know... That's what I should have said, to be politically correct. Humans are horny. Yeah, but you. some people are going to describe themselves as aliens. I mean, or humans that, with a Z. Humans, yes, I'm a human. I'm. I, <laughs> or human with a Y. I'm a furry. <laughs> <laughs> Which is something that pretty much has only really to do with horny. And now the furries are going to get mad at me because they're going to say, "No, it's a form of self-expression." This is the way I identify. So you have also read my half-assed screenplay, right? And when I say half-assed, I mean half-assed because I don't know the way screenplays are supposed to be formatted, and I don't know 
Well, and I didn't finish it. Yeah, I, I did, but that, that was before you. That was before you wrote your book, though, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it was so a long time ago. Yeah. But I had made improvements to it, and one night at the bar, I was hanging out with this girl, and she said that she had been a film student and she worked for Stars or, or Liberty Media, and she was, you know, all of this. So she knew movies and and screenplays, and she said she would like to read mine. So I gave it to her, which I don't give that shit up often. Um, She accused me of porn. Now, I admit that there might be some graphic scenes in both my book and the screenplay. But again, it wasn't to be graphic in and of itself. It was because that's, that's part of life. I mean... In the screenplay, I talked about a guy getting a blowjob while he was driving down the road. I didn't say blowjob, but I just said you could see him driving, and then a girl raised her head. <laughs> Apparently, that was pornographic. But So you're hitting on one of the important points of, of, of what a term like pornography um, leads us in the direction of having we negotiate, and that is that what is it? I mean, how do we define it? What is it? What constitutes porn? You know, I mean, is 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 it about you know? Is it art? Is it obscene? Is it you know? Is it is it self-expression? You know, I mean, we we we've we've got a lot of. I mean, it's it's complicated because one person's porn is another person's. You know, if you're in focus on family in Colorado Springs and you caught you know your child watching something like that, then you, you know, you probably send them off to an anti-porn camp, you know, so that they could get reprogrammed. Well, if you're in focus in the family, you know what porn is and you probably watch porn. You just don't admit it to anybody. You watch it in the basement and, you know, make sure that the door is locked and threaten people that are coming in and maybe smack your kids if they interrupted you and then send them to camp. That that reminds me of the scene in the film Kinsey that I told you about, where uh, I can't proc is the is the main character it's Liam Neeson. Um, he is the first person in the history of the United States that goes and tries to make a formal uh, study of sex and sexual practices in the United States. They they received a, a, a huge fund from the Rockefeller Foundation, and of course after they and they were breaking it up into categories, so it's trying to be scientific, right? So. They were doing the first one about women, second one about men, and there were all these. There was like I think six books on all that they were going to do. But once they got through the women and people started to read that book, they were halfway through the men, and of course the Rockefeller Foundation pulled the pulled the funding. But the way that they would go about getting their information is that they would uh, do. They had a really rigorous interview process that they would give to uh, anybody that would be willing to come and do it. So, uh, like I said, they finished the female part of it. Proc had contacted his father. His father was a super religious preach. He was a total fucking prig. There's no other way of putting it. And But his father, like, oddly enough, agreed to come and do this interview. And his son was going to do it, which probably was a conflict of interest if you're trying to be, you know, Can't scientific. Be scientific yeah, he, there. He, he's not, yeah, he's not going to be objective. But I don't think that his dad would have said anything. But uh, at the beginning of the interview, um, he's talking to, uh, you know, uh, Liam Neeson asks asks his father, uh, his father's who's the tall Mormon guy, the guy that was in the fourth season of Dexter, 
that was the other. It's uh, John Lithgow. John Lithgow was, was who his dad was. And uh, he asks him about, uh, he said, did you ever masturbate, right? And, and he says, when I was a kid, I was fitted with an arm restraint device because they said that I had a problem because I, it was a chronic condition, they said. And in that moment, uh, like Liam Neeson, like he, he saw like the, the devastating aspect of why his father became this prig of a preacher that, that he was and the way that that sort of like aspect of sexual repression uh, became so integral into who, 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 who he is. But when you look at that sort of like focus on the family, like the image that you were offering where the person goes into the basement and hides, you know, they might have like this, this like chest where they have all these, you know, movies or, you know, magazines or whatever, but it's got seven locks on it. And if anybody goes down there and do it, opens it up, it's going to blow their hands off or something like right. that, you know, like that's sort of where this uh, obnoxious attitude, I think, in my estimation, of the subject. Now, don't don't get me wrong. There are real questions you have to deal with when you're dealing with questions with regards to pornography, when you're dealing with questions in relation to stuff like child pornography or abuse. You Just know? obscenity in general. Yeah. What what what? But again, like that's like pornography. Like, and we'll we'll get more into the the depth of it. Nobody fucking like the Supreme Court. They create these ways of like trying to measure whether or not something's obscene. But again. Like, if it gets in the courts, it's always going to be sort of, like, uh, rooted in the interpretation of the courts themselves. Well, and I think these days that money has a lot to do with it. I mean, fuck, I remember way back when, I think it was, you know, before we even hit 2000, they did a study that, you know, porn was making, like, $14 billion a year. In what, 2000, you said? Before 2000. Before 2000. And and I don't, again, that's an estimation. It was a lot of fucking money, and it was a long time ago. Um, because, you know, you go to the hotels, you can fucking rent a movie for 1999. They were shipping out videotapes for like 69.95 a piece. Um, you know, porn theaters, for the most part, had disappeared. I don't know if they still had the places like where you went and put coins in and could watch a movie or, or not. The, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, but, I mean, we're talking about a lot of fucking money, and they were always talking about what's happening in the future. You know, they were working on these fucking virtual suits where essentially – if you put it on and, and plugged it into your computer and watched the movie at the same time, then all the sensation was there. Obviously, we're not there yet. Um, but, I mean, I know that there are products called the Fleshlight, and, you know, there are fuck dolls that are supposed to be anatomically correct and all of this shit. Not just the blow variety. No, because... <laughs> Those I'm pretty sure you would cut your Johnson. At least the ones, <laughs> the ones that I bought for Roger's bachelor party. Those are not fuck dolls. They're hilarious to look at, but they weren't fuck dolls. Um, so there's there's a lot of money in it, and I think that a lot of these companies that have a conservative image actually have investment in said industry, you know, whether it's a production studio or the distribution company or 
any one of those instances to where it kind of helps hedge their bets. Yeah, because that's the name of business in the first place. But I mean, how interesting is it now with like the rise of the internet where you talk about like the amount of money that was uh, driving the industry at that point in time. And you have, you know, I mean, much to my chagrin, my daughter is 22 now, but when she was about 16 or 17 years old, she said very blatantly to me that when she was in fourth grade, she had pretty much seen everything that she could have ever possibly seen on the internet anyway. And like, because we're all human beings, we consider him play this fucking stupid game, like, you know, what's right and what's fucking wrong. But the fact of the matter is, is that this stuff is readily available and it's readily available in, in, in many different forms. I mean, you can just go to the sites and watch the stuff that streams. You can go to the sites that shows the pictures or you can put money into those spaces where you have access to all the various different things. Um, and uh, of course, the, li the live shows. I mean, they're like when we were talking about um, the the sex industry in terms of uh, prostitution previously, the way that sometimes they bridge the gap is through those through those spaces, right? But I mean, you put your card on one of those sites, those girls are making they're making fucking money, and and they're doing it like they have to use the site to get the cut. They they give their cut to the site, but they're girls, guys, whatever you know, groups of people, uh, furries again. Apparently, OnlyFans is a big big site on that thing and i've i've never been there uh -huh. but i that one girl said that she was making i can't even remember i think she said like sixty thousand dollars a month or some shit it's crazy that's which is crazy yeah and she was a fucking liar there's no yeah, way she no, was making that much but they're but they're making money and the sites are making money well, there's no way she was making that much money. I believe that there's probably somebody out there that could be making that much. There's no fucking way she was. Um, Is that really relevant right in this? So what are you suggesting about this specific individual? You don't think that she could have pulled a golf ball through a garden hose? Sucked a, a golf ball through a garden hose? No. Uh, well, m maybe. I don't know. But either way, I don't think she was worth $60,000 a month. Um it would have just been like watching a goat suck a golf ball through a garden house. Uh, <laughs> some, some, some people might. They might, they might be into that, yeah. Yeah, because fetish is another thing altogether. So, and that's why I think the Supreme Court and our legislators have such a difficult time with this. Because it's not just the money and, and kickbacks and all of the fucking corrupt shit that can happen it's just the fucking definitions in and of themselves um because so for me personally i've probably been watching porn in one way or another between mediums because you know back then it was mostly magazines and then you could go, you could go buy VHS tapes. Well then, but they were fucking expensive and I was underage, so that wasn't going to happen. But then, you know, I kind of got into the VHS thing and, and then it switched to DVD and, you know, now you got this streaming thing. It's not a big porn laser disc industry, oddly enough. <laughs> no. <laughs> and, uh, you know, did you actually look up porn laser disc? No, I wonder. As you, were, as you were talking, I was like, I, 
I can't even because people come in and they sell all kinds of shit like through like this guy sells horror stuff you know at the post office and there was a guy that he got access to just tons and tons of like fucking ten thousand fucking laser discs like I don't know if it was somebody died and he got access to them or something like that but whenever he, I mean he's like oh this is like a you know uh, the hunt for red October yeah, or whatever you yeah know, any number of fucking things you know. Casablanca, you know, but he didn't ever say, you know, uh, shaving Ryan's privates or anything like that. Right. I'm just wondering, I mean, because one of the reasons laser discs kind of sucked is because, well, one, they were 78 fucking millimeters in diameter, which was a problem because that's huge. But besides that, you had to fucking flip them over in the middle of the movie. But it was it was like it was the gap between digital and the actual film itself in a real way. You know, I mean, like you actually have an imprint of the film on that disc. That's I mean, there's something for purists, you know. So if you really, really wanted to get a good fucking, you know, of busty Asian beauties too, you know. Well, dude, as far as I'm concerned, you know, they're they're filming porn and. 4k now which basically means that the resolution is that much higher you don't want to see that shit in 4k i mean because i mean you're talking about like and not to stereotype these people but a lot of these girls were strippers prior and if you talk to any stripper in the world they're gonna tell you that they've got fucking scars on their knees from, you know, rolling around on the fucking stage. Um, I can't, I think they call it stage brash or some shit like that, but whatever. Um, I I wish that I had talked to more strippers in my life. So there, there are scars, there's weird acne and shit. So you just need to pull back the pixels. I mean, there's no reason to be that detailed. You used to fuck a lot, right? And when you were going through your phases of fucking a lot, you were an equal opportunity fucker, you know? You you and you 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 indulged. So what the fuck is the problem of seeing this? What's the difference between seeing this and seeing that? Because of the tangibility of one and the abstract of the other, you know? Is this one just a voyeur position while that one is like a you know, like a tactile position. Maybe, maybe it has something to do with the fantasy. Like you want these girls, and I, the word perfect, I'm, I'm not going to use. But you want them to, to fit the fantasy. To yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's, so that's an interesting point. That's a so. So when you see them, you and know, old, yeah, scarred and yeah. fucking stretch marked, like I fucking hate fake tits. Whether you're talking about strippers in real life. Porn actresses, whatever. Fake tits bother me. But the fake tits that bother me the most are the ones that are so fucking huge that they have these fucking stretch marks around. It is fucking disgusting. Natural is the way to go, girls. I don't care if you've got small tits, big tits, whatever. Don't let your boyfriend tell you you need big, fat, nasty, fake tits. And if you don't believe it, just come and talk to Brian. He'll motorboat you for for one one or two good times for sure. You motorboat me, son of a bitch. <laughs> um, so what the fuck? Besides the 4K thing, you know, I've I've got to tell you, 
I sort of, and, and maybe I went in stages. Mm-hmm. Um, but nowadays, I don't want to see anything with high production value. I'm down with amateur stuff. And the amateur stuff is really hard to find because it'll say amateur even though you, there's somebody holding the camera and shit. But seriously, if you go on any of those sites, you can you can just type in retro. I mean, and that'll take you right back. They're not. They're but not, then that's 1970s shit with like girls with fucking bushes they, that. But that's real. Are out of control. It is real. Real fucking <laughs> retro. So you're telling me you you got to keep that shit trim, but keep your tits real. That's what you're saying. Dude, grooming. And fake tits are two different things. I understand things. that. I'm just trying to paint a picture, right? I mean, because, of course, that's what pornography is about, right? It's about painting a picture. So that kind of is where I was leading with this whole thing, mm-hmm. you know, because basically the Supreme Court, and, and we can get more into the legalese in a little bit, but basically, I mean, to summarize it after, you know, 1973, basically, it is, there is freedom of expression, but it has to have some sort of artistic value or merit to society or or whatever. Now, that's the vague part that you were talking yes. about when we did the intro last time. Uh-huh. Um, so I told you that I've kind of started to lean towards amateur stuff. Um. And I've really just like fucking, I mean, I don't consider myself a prude, but you know, two, two women and a guy babysitter stuff, maybe (laughs) whatever. I'm not into Bukaki or anything where they fucking demean women at, at all. Um, snuff films are completely out, fake or not, as far as I'm concerned. Um, well, that's some fucked up shit, dude. They have this new thing called Gapes, which I think is just completely fucking disgusting. Um, I don't dig the cream pie stuff. You know, I mean, there's some fucking foul shit out there. And again, you know, maybe if moderate is here in the middle then I'm just slightly to the right of it where these guys that are watching Bukaki and all of this other weird shit are, you know, maybe more a nine or a 10. But then again, they could be the world of Warcraft people that are fucking jerking off to a troll banging a fucking whatever warrior or something. What, what do they call the Japanese stuff? There's that well, one. that's the Bukaki. No, no, no. That Bukaki is is multiple guys blowing on a girl's face. Right. right. No, I'm talking about the, the animated stuff. Oh, and I, oh, the tentacle shit. Um, I mean, there's a whole, there's a whole time. And I know Stephanie, that I'm disappointing you right now and that I cannot remember what this is, but uh, it's the Japanese, it's the Japanese porn uh, where everything's like, uh, it's like overblown and the whole point is for it to be like uh like obnoxiously absurdly like over over the top dude all of my shit just says japanese animation porn videos and then it says anime 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 oh, there's a word. 
I know, I know the word you're talking about, because, um, yeah, it doesn't fucking matter. I'll figure it out later. But. It will be important for, to make sure that we've covered all bases. Yes. So, you're legalese and all that kind of Hentai. Stuff. Hentai. Hentai is the word I was looking for. That's right. Okay. So, you know, I mean, obviously it's tough to define. Now, here's the question. You just identified yourself as a conservative, though. No, I said I was, if moderate is here in the middle, then I, and I didn't mean right, like right wing. I, I understand meant, what you mean, but you still put yourself right of center. Whatever. Okay. I was thinking of it on a scale of one to ten. That's all, right, all carry, I was doing. Um, <laughs> so, well, I don't know whether to talk about this now or later. Just talk about it now. Go but on. anyway, from an artistic standpoint, and maybe I'm not an artist, I don't know, but a hundred guys coming on a girl's face, not art. And I can't picture the director going, no, 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 that isn't my artistic vision. You go first, you go second, you go third until he gets to like a hundred. And the girl's like, what, you know, what the fuck? Or, well, no, stick something else in her ass because it's not gaping enough. Um, so that's my artistic this, this, vision. This is, this is the problem with the whole position, no pun intended. Is that ultimately, like, and that's why, like I said, subjectivity. Because ultimately, when you're fucking around with this, again, no pun intended, the the whole thing is rooted, like you like you had suggested when you sort of transitioned into this space in the first place, the, the word fetish, right? Like, fetish could be re replaced with a more uh, pleasant word, taste. You know, different people have different tastes, right? Yes. I mean, if you become obsessive about it, you know, but again, like what, what the fuck is the fucking point? So do you think <laughs> to say that my point is to say artistry in any, in any way here or any way, shape or form, like is it, it, it's sort of asinine on a level to where like, I, I would rather just leave it on a first, in a first amendment space where we're not creating this sort of like space between pornography that has artistic quality in it and obscenity which is this thing that is supposed to be off limits that we are not allowed to touch at all no and, and you know that i'm not that guy that's gonna say you can't do that yeah yeah if if, if this girl's getting if she's willingly going into the situation and getting pelted with 100 wads off of her melon and she's satisfied with the situation then that's that is her right. That is that's her freedom. Fine, cut, use. print, yeah, distribute. Yeah. I just and again because this is within the Supreme Court decision yeah. that there is that artistic part to it, and I'm still like wondering, like, is there some fucking asshole who's sitting there watching a gape <laughs> film or a fucking bukkake or whatever anything? And he's like, you know, this was a beautiful art film, <laughs> but I think that if he would have swapped number 42 for number 92, it would have been perfect. <laughs> 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 Just... <laughs> 
<laughs> it's like a way of not having to deal with the fact that you don't have a good way to leave it on the First Amendment space because you have this group of people that maintain a hyper-religious position in relation to it, and you want to preserve the freedom because, like you suggested and I suggested, that these people are making their they're making their choices, you know. And you can say whatever you want, but they're you know any okay, and 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 to be clear, anybody that's that's trying to traffic in putting children in these spaces or those people should be fucking Brian and I both agree worse, worse than anybody. I, we, I don't think that the laws are hard enough on people like that. I, I, if I could take them into the fucking the square and I could draw and quarter them and fucking pull their penis off at the same time and their fucking head, their head last because I want them to feel everything. I would be okay with that. So no chemical when, castration, physical, physical castration. castration. So when a person is feeling, when, when, when people are making these choices based on their own decisions, when they're uh, adults, legally I- identified as adults, then, then then they get to make that choice. I mean, just in one instance, do you know who Balenciaga is? I think that's, she's, she's a model. She had a fucking photo shoot come out about a month ago with a bunch of kids that were in fucking S&M gear all over the place. And people went crazy. Like, were I mean, they naked? No. No, but they were, and they were put in. They weren't wearing ass chaps or anything. They were in S&M gear. And they were put in some weird positions, suggestive, suggestive positions in it. And it, 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 it hit the air and there was a response that was so quick to where they were pulled off. And, and the people inside of, you know, you know, Balenciaga suggested immediately, this is this is art, you know. And the people that owned the, uh, the company basically said that she did it without going through going through us first, which is bullshit because, you know, you have a go team if you're going to go to publish where there's 17 people that are looking at it and, and it gets out there. But uh, the immediately backlash and the immediate backlash was, and it, and it got pulled. You could, you couldn't even find anything in relation to it online. I mean, I, I, like I'm happy to say, but in moments like that where, and that's not, that's not porn and that's ads, but it's sort of using, you know what I'm saying? Using kids in this space. Where yeah. But I, I'm really kind of curious now because I understand what S and M gear is. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Leather spikes, rubber uh-huh. whips, whatever. Yes. But I'm wondering if, you know, putting a kid in a leather mask, like the gimp and pulp fiction Obviously, it's enough to get people riled up, but I wonder if it's enough, artistic or not. I don't know if those kids were being harmed. Like, suggestive, I don't know what exactly that means. Are we talking about each kid was holding a dildo and and going after Belciaga. I, I don't know. I, I know I don't you know. don't. I don't I'm just the, asking. My, this is my concern, right? And this is why I prefaced it with the comment that led into it, right? These kids are not old enough to make the decision, understanding how they're being presented in that moment. That is not okay. To However, and this doesn't necessarily make it right, uh-huh. but if you are a child model, you cannot do an ad without a parent. Parental yeah. permission. If, if if that then, I mean that 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 brings a whole other dimension into it. But it, honestly, I think if that's the case, well, they may be shitty parents. I don't know no, because not I, the shitty parents like 
you're fucking you're 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 just one step below prostituting your child at that point in time. I feel, and I don't think that that's extreme. Look, dude, I get First Amendment stuff, but if 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 this is about people making their choices, then it has to be about adults making their choices, not adults who have children that are making choices for their children, because. When it comes to something like that, that's not okay. No, I understand what you're mm-hmm. saying. I'm just trying to figure out, like, I mean, and did people, and and I'm not saying this happened, but did people stretch it because they were wearing leather leotards and all of a sudden it was, yeah. S- I, I, I don't know the answer. I don't know the answer. I'm just saying that I know that, People in general have a tendency to make a mountain out of a molehill. I I know that this is true. Okay, so, like, Kim Kardashian is, like, best buddies with that Valencia girl. And immediately afterwards, where if it wasn't a fashion thing per se, and I can't believe that I'm appealing to the authority of Kim Kardashian right now, but I am sort of nominally appealing oh, dude, to the she's, she's brilliant in all aspects of life. Yeah, I know. I'm aware of that. When she was ripping off all those people for that crypto scam that she was pushing them in, <laughs> brilliant. You know, fucking cunt. <laughs> but in this instance, immediately after it happened, she's like, she's like, I don't know. I got fucking kids. I would never put my fucking kids in the position that, she, that whoever these people were that put their kids in this position. Um, it's not okay. I'm going to talk to her about it and see what was going on in her fucking head, you know? But, like, she made public statement after public statement after public statement to distance herself from the, you know, and again, I'm not, yeah, like, Kim Kardashian is not the the the, the apple of, you know, moral existence, but I think that she did the right thing and they made it uh, follow up to this. So I always, when I was a kid, wanted to be an actor, mm-hmm. and I went on fucking auditions and all kinds of shit. And I always ask my mom, you know... You look like Kirk Cameron back then a little bit. I know people said that. <laughs> if if I was offered a part where I had to cuss, and this is when I'm younger, <laughs> would you let me do it? And my mom always said, well, it kind of depends on the situation. So mm-hmm. I don't know if she was talking about script situation, money situation. Sure. We never got into it. You know, whether or not the cuss word was appropriate yeah, at the time. She's making the case-by-case case argument. She right. would rather just have it be presented to her so she could make the choice in the moment. So, again, I I do not ever want kids to be in porn. I don't want them to have it be suggested that they're in porn or that they're taken being taken advantage of or that they're being abused with a fucking whip by being hung from the ceiling. I, I don't want any of that shit, but since I can't see the pictures, I can't yeah. say want, whether or not the, I agree case, or disagree. You want the case by case. Okay. That, that's fair. Um, can we talk about what you brought up before we started uh, rolling? About the we ACL, could talk about the, whatever the fuck you want about dude. the ACLU and the and the CGI stuff. Yeah. Um. So if you guys listen to the Freedom of Expression 
uh, episode. And if you haven't, I highly recommend you do. And you should listen to every other one. <laughs> my, my personal favorite is How Much for a Blowjob. Um, so the ACLU and the Supreme Court and some distributor slash production company that I'm not sure who they are are currently fighting over whether or not what they're doing is child pornography. And just saying this fucking makes my neck cramp. Um, it's, it's straight fucked up, dude. So obviously, child pornography is, by definition, pornography where a child is in it. Um, but the Supreme Court is waiting to make a decision, I think. I, I tried to look it up right before the show to find dates and stuff. So, But I know a decision hasn't been made. Otherwise, it would have come up in my Supreme Court decisions thing. Um, what these fucking cocksucking pedophiles have been doing recently, or at least cocksucking, I don't know if they're pedophiles if they don't fuck kids, but whatever, they're not using kids, they're using CGI or animation to portray kids in porn. And so some state and I can't remember which, and and like I said, I tried to pull it up right before the show. Um, Some state said, fuck you, you can't do this. It's child pornography. It's against law. Slap cuffs on people. People went to jail. Um, They took it and said, well, no, no kids were used. It's it's all CGI. It's animation. It's fake. Green screen. Yeah. And, you know, obviously there are issues with it um, because kids are being portrayed in whatever situation. Um, But again, if it's if it's not a real kid, I don't know the answer. This is where we're living in such such an odd world where you have these spaces that seem clear and. Easy, easier to approach. And then you have these moments like this where, like, I mean, what is the artful benefit of producing, you know, it's, I, I, I understand. I, 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 see where, I see where you go. But at the same time. <sighs> no, that isn't what I was going to say. I was going to say that that's what I was saying is that, like, I don't like Bukaki. I don't like fucking shit where they demean women, you know? Fuck, porn is fuck girls younger than me up so bad that my friend from Columbia one night took a girl home from the bar and she kept saying, punch me in the face. And he said I had to quit fucking her. Um, I had some girl pinch one of my balls and bite one of my balls. And when I said, ow, she was like, you don't like that? So girls are not the girls that I knew in high school or college or even up to, you know. So 
porn, especially streaming porn now that it's so easily so available, available yeah. has sort of twisted society into something different. And I, again, I'm not saying no. I'm saying I don't want my balls bit. I'm saying I don't want to punch you in the face. I'm also saying I don't want to watch child porn. But I don't, again, I don't know the fucking answer, dude. Like, if a kid isn't actually in it, is it child porn? And the argument against it is that when these people watch it, it just whets their appetite. So they're going to go and molest somebody. Which is the same argument that that the religious right had been making to try to justify getting rid of porn in the first place. Right. And sodomy, you know, no oral sex, any of this stuff, because it just gives people ideas. So you, you, I mean, this is obviously something we're talking about that brings up a lot of emotions in people, but it's important to understand uh, the historical moment you're living in the, the space where the technological, uh, environment allows for access to things that were not available before and how those realities as they manifest themselves really 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 complicate a lot of things that you know it's easy to sit here and just say the first amendment the first amendment the first amendment but when you get into the brass tacks of like these individuals that wanted to make this they took a thing and they used it against it to try to uh and, and who knows? Who knows whether the people who are doing it are the same perverts that want to do these horrible acts. Or it could be infinitely worse. They could just be people that see that there's a marketplace gap with, that needs to be filled, and they found a way to do that. And they could make money off of it because they knew that there were these weirdos that were in these spaces. I don't know if that's any better. I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, complicated it's, spaces. It, it, it's again, and... <laughs> I sadly found this after my argument on the freedom of expression thing where I said, fuck it, let pedophiles post their shit. As long as kids aren't being hurt, they should have that right. But then I hear this thing and I'm like, I don't think they should have that right because someone, okay, whoever the the CGI artist or the animator or whoever had some picture in his yeah. head of the, the active, what kid yeah. should look like and what that kid yeah. should do. And yes, I don't yeah, like if, it. <laughs> if you run that person on the street and they say something like that to you, you might want to just beat the fuck out of them. I really kind of want to beat the fuck out of them now. And I don't know who did it. Um, so we've, we've got some issues, but again, I think that if we say no to this CGI thing, which is completely fucking fake, it's a Disney ride. Think about that for a second. Then we're on that really steep slippery slope and they start saying everything now yeah. okay you can't say this because you're communist you can't say this because you're atheist or agnostic you can't say this because you disagree with any fucking thing that we say and 
that's what I'm scared of. I'm believe me, I'm scared of kids getting hurt. But I don't know how to weigh it. Yeah, the CGI thing is really, really, really. It, it, like when you said it to me, I was like, "What in the fuck are you fucking talking about, dude?" But I mean, as soon as you say it, you you realize that the technology is in place to do it, that the market exists for it, and that people are going to. People, this th that means that you know, and don't don't anybody get on your fucking high horse. You know, we got blood on our hands, all of us, a lot of it, way way more than anybody wants to admit. But we did, these are these are the real questions. That we, so you said the ACLU was involved in the case. Are they arguing on behalf of this, the creators? Yeah. So so the American Civil Liberties Union is arguing for the free speech of the individuals that are creating that because it doesn't have because it doesn't cross that line that hard line. And I, I don't know if this makes it worse or better or both. But you know they. I, I talked about the technology where they were talking about having this fucking suit that you could hook up and all of these sensations yeah, I got this happen. picture in my head when you were talking about that, of that scene from uh, Demolition Man where he goes and has sex with the... Uh, yeah, the, the helmet. The yeah, they put the helmet on. And yeah. he's like, what? I didn't even fucking touch you. <laughs> She's like, oh, exchange of fucking fluids. <laughs> Sandra Bullock, that's right. Yeah. And, uh, but I, I, I think it makes it worse. But if if that technology actually existed, and you could hook it up and then watch that movie, the CGI one, then that person is essentially having sex with a kid, and that fucking drives me nuts, dude. So maybe, maybe I am a fucking just crazy fucking right wing. No, I, I mean, I, I think that what you're doing is you're looking at all the different angles and at least being honest enough with yourself to where you're not just saying, uh, I believe these things and you're not, you know, you know, I mean, like I said, I had looked at a ton of stuff before I came in here. I look, there was this really cool thing that I listened to that went on at the University of Chicago where this guy, they're all free speech, uh, they're First Amendment uh, lawyers in this instance. And the last one was talking about sexting which is another thing that's really really fucking complicated when you're dealing with with legal spaces particularly like there's one thing where i was looking at these cases in ohio where uh the legal the legal age of consent in ohio is 16. um but uh if you're sending photographs back and forth you have to be over the age of 18 for it to be consensual so guy guy girl got a guy uh girl to girl no matter what the circumstances are um if you're if you're under age so underage meaning you're under the age of 18 at, at this time so if you're charged with a child they can keep you in prison until you're 21 and you have to go on a uh a, a sex, a, offender, a sex offender thing for six years right which restricts your ability to and this could be something as innocent as you and i i, I you know let let me let you on a little secret you know i was sexually active when i was a teenager i i, I think after brian has revealed uh, a massive amount of his past you can pretty much make a, a pretty clear inference with regards to whether or not he was um i'm glad i didn't have to grow up in this this age where i i'm i'm having sex with somebody who's uh and maybe i'm 18 and she's 17 because in colorado or even if you're both 16 in colorado there's a five there's a five-year space right but no matter what the circumstances are 
if, if that happens and then somebody and we had been sending pictures back and forth and we we get in a bad row and we break up and she wants to get back at me you know or reverse vice versa i'm i'm 17 and she's 18 and i want to get back at her i can i can call the police and then that person can be registered as a sex offender and you can spend it in in ohio it's a it's a it's a second degree felony and of course the the tough thing about this when you're dealing with sexting because it's this sort of new thing it's basically functioning on a state-to-state -state basis. There's no federal legal position with regards to it. Well, I think it was in California, and I want to say it was six years back, but time has sort of melded. Like, I don't even know what a fucking year is anymore. Yeah. Like, it's still 2022, but it's not for very fucking long. <laughs> um Sorry. I want no. I I just I know that somebody, and I swear it was California, but it may not have been. Some kid got busted, and these two were still in a relationship. Mm -hmm. But one of the parents found the fucking text message, and she had sent something back to him. And I don't know if it was a bra shot or you whatever. know full yeah. whatever. Uh -huh. But they both got busted for child porn. That's so like that. I mean, in the, in the point when you listen to the legal discussions on this, you create a law to protect children and then you turn the children into criminals, criminals which is, is, is highly problematic. There was this really interesting case that they were talking about where there were three girls in, in uh, Pennsylvania, uh, two that had opaque white bras and one that showed her breasts. Right. And they they put these pictures. Nobody else was even involved in it. It was just the three of them. Right. And uh, this prosecutor um, charged them all with, and they were seven, 17 fucking years old, right? These are not, these are not 13 year olds. These are, these are, these are as, as close to being women, legally women as they, and they're doing it to each other and they're not, you know, whatever the fucking nature of it is. So uh, they, they got charged in Pennsylvania. They took it up to a federal circuit court and they filed a fucking restraining order against the judge. I mean, against the the prosecutor, the prosecutor. and uh, they won because Good. they said they said uh, th this person's taking their own moral position out. We're doing this. We're doing this for artful purposes. You know, they knew exactly what their free their their freedom was with regard to the First Amendment. They explained it. There wasn't a bunch of fucking beaver shots or anything like that. It was very clear, you know, and it was tasteful and it was thoughtful, no matter what anybody wanted to say. So they they put a fucking restraining order against that fucking prosecutor, and he was no longer allowed to continue continue to, to pursue this line of uh, uh, legal position against the, these these young ladies and uh, I just I just don't get the idea and don't get me wrong like if 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 if, if it's an adult that's fucking pursuing uh, underage girls and this happened we know this happens this, then that guy again like you you couldn't put a law in the books that would be I I, I the, you know cruel and unusual punishment fuck it you know there's nothing cruel and unusual about punishing a person who's trying to have uh, trying to use manipulative things to try to get access to someone who's not developed their mind and their their defense mechanisms well enough, and they should be punished uh, uh, appropriately. And I hope when they fucking go to the prison, somebody in the prison finds out what they were doing and then exacts a little bit of that old testament punishment. Well, generally um, that happens. Yeah. They don't like chummos in fucking jail. Chumos, is that a term? Child molester. Oh, chumos, okay, I guess, okay. They call them chumos.
And I didn't mean to make it sound like but, I'm fucking hard and I was in yeah, prison. Joe I got my fucking teardrop tattoo. But if it's kids, like I, like I said, I'm glad I'm not growing up in this time period. But that's a lot different than, uh, you know, sexting. You know, that I mean, I can't imagine how many kids. Like, I, I'm sure that many, many, many kids do this back and forth with other kids. Probably all day long. Because, yeah. again, especially... So... Well, I was going to say especially males, but I mean, again, humans, furries, whatever, are fucking horny. We are what we are. And in those teenage years, like, we just have fucking... We don't even know how to deal with it, dude. All sorts of shit running through our head and, you know, fuck. I, yeah. Don't use the law as a way... To punish the people that you're trying to protect. That 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 should be rule number one. If and you're a don't use the law to try to make a fucking name for yourself and get promoted to the bench. Or and if that's your goal, then we'll put you up there with those guys that we're going to draw in quarter. Right, fucking assholes. So obviously, this is an incredibly complicated topic. We never even got to like. Luke Skywalker and the two live crew and Lil' Kim and, you know, I mean, dude, even if you want to talk about obscenity, then NWA and fucking Jay-Z and David Allen Coe comes stains (laughs) on my pillow. I mean, dude, all of it, right? Yeah, obviously. Um, So as far as I'm concerned... You know, as long as you're not harming minors. And the people are consensually involved in whatever it is that they're doing. Indulge. Indulge. And often. And one other thing that we really didn't get to talk about much, um, you know, you go back and you read Aristophanes or you go look at like Sumerian art and shit like that. Let, let me let you, let me let you, let me, let me clear the air about this. Pornography has existed in all forms for over 5,000 years, at least. So... Uh, go and go and talk to somebody who really knows about the history of art and uh, and somebody who's honest about it. Well, dude, if you look at been there forever, so I can't remember. I think it's southern India where they're really kind the, of fucking dirty Sutra. with the Kama Sutra and all of that. But if you look at some of their fucking temples and shit, uh-huh. like they actually have girls bent over and yeah, a big dick, act. and yes. you know, I mean. This and normal. this is on their fucking temples. This is normal. For thousands of years, this is normal. Yeah. This is not something that just because the Puritans fucking decided to be all shitty about, they, you know, and the fact of the matter is the head Puritan, he had, you know, he had two girls in the back room and was probably getting ass fucked by a guy at the same time. So, you, you know, he wrote the fucking doctrine, but was contradicting his position in relation to it the second of the before the ink dries. A lot of it is hypocritical for sure. Um and I don't know and I'm not trying to complicate things even more, but like my great aunt and great uncle were married when they were fourteen and sixteen. You know? Wow. Brutal. So, I mean, well, I mean, they were together for a long time. and But still, that's that's tough. But, I mean, that's their life. Back that then, what they did. that yeah. was part of it. And I don't know what, like, now everybody would be like, what the 
fuck are you talking about? She's 14 years old, but it happens in India. It happens in China. Yeah, arranged marriages are still very real in certain places. Um, I don't, I don't agree with it. But what I'm saying is, is that like at one time, 14 and 16 wouldn't have been too young to well, sex or too young to if you're living to 30, fuck. if you're living to 30 or 40, you've got to get busy. You right. Know? Start having kids. That's you need you to survive. learn how to work that farm. <laughs> um, it's complicated. It's a complicated topic and it does, it deserves to be treated not with absolute kid gloves, but with the, with the, with the respect and the degree of complication that, that it, that it uh, demands. Well, and I think, you know, again, so if we go back to the artistic thing, you've got to kind of ask yourself some questions and this is kind of political. So you should treat your politicians with the same thing. You got to say, does this, meet with my values. Now, just because it doesn't, doesn't mean you have to fucking start a protest. Don't watch it. Don't read that magazine, whatever. Um, but, you know, ask yourself those questions and, and decide to you whether or not it's porn. Because I know for sure the shit I was watching was not porn. And I, I think sometimes... She was fucking with me, and sometimes she may have been serious. Just because they had a titty meter at the end of the fucking Game of Thrones <laughs> doesn't mean it's porn. And I think that, that, that Game of Thrones was at like 2.7 tits or something like that, an episode. Yeah. I actually, I was watching, uh, I'm in season three right now, going back over it, and uh, Jon Snow, old redhead, took him into the, 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 hot, the hot tub area, and she's got... She is smoking. She's good looking. Yeah. Those, those were two nice tits. A redheads, you know the rule. <laughs> um, and that wasn't a dirty thing. I think it's just a general thing. Like, you're either fucking hot as a redhead or not. There's not really a between thing. Just think of, uh, I know you love Bruce Springsteen, but he had a really good song called Redhead and Women. And it's a, it's worth a listen to. It's a good, it's a good song. All right. We went way over and we didn't even fucking begin to cover this topic. Um, so we might have pornography too at some point. That's the story of my life. Revisiting pornography. Yeah. Not T-O-O. Not pornography for me. Pornography and for you. Um, anyway, next week we're going to cover the... Should you be able to turn gay people down for services or any protected class for that matter? So more specifically, the 303 creative. Yeah, there's this this, this uh, uh, website uh, individual didn't want. To, it was the same kind of thing that happened with that Jack Phillips guy with the cakes. So, um, so we're gonna cover that on Monday. On Wednesday, what did we figure I out? I can't remember. Some fucking. Oh no, the science fiction. Oh yeah, sci-fi, hacky sci-fi. And then on Friday, we the are going to do online poker in the US. So. Yeah, online. Well, online gaming in general, yeah, right? Yeah, period. As soon as, yeah, the fucking Ford Act fucking definitely altered the trajectory of my life. So. And again, that's fucking horseshit, too. But yeah, another topic all next week. All right. Um, so 
shortbusdebateclub at yahoo.com. 7605-5 for those of you that don't know how to use a fucking phone. <laughs> See you later. Adios.